Hey, I know, I know, it's been a while. You probably won't be able to tell because I kind of release these videos as I feel like. But, um, I think it's been three weeks since I last recorded something like this. And I figured now's a good time to start again and kind of explain my reasoning for doing so. See, I think the creative process cannot be forced. It has to kind of come from within. And I certainly wasn't feeling that creative for these past three, four weeks, whatever it might be, since the last recording here. And I didn't want to force it. I didn't really know what to say. I didn't really know what to do. I mean, you could probably see in the previous two videos, this is a little bit discombobulated, let's say. But now I'm feeling it again. And I figured, all right, let it flow. Let it release itself through my speaking, through my motions, whatever it might be, through my emotions. But there's also a second reason, and it's that, you know, sometimes I just like the privacy and the intimacy of keeping my memories up here and not putting them down anywhere else. You know, I don't know about you guys, and I don't know about some of my friends, I haven't really talked to people about this, really. I guess I'm doing it now. But it's like, we take pictures of everything. We take videos of everything. We try and document everything digitally now because the digital medium is a much, much better store of memory than our brains. Our brains, I'm sure you all know, they're kind of flawed in how they remember things. They only remember small details. They might remember feelings, but not necessarily an exact sequence of events. They won't remember small details like you know what color shirt you're wearing or sometimes they'll remember those small details randomly and forget everything else other times our memories are completely made up altogether like i don't know i'm actually not sure because i i can't remember which memories are real which memories are false because to me they all seem real but it's like over time as the memory gets more and more distant, kind of get, it gets mixed in with other memories and it gets mixed in with stories we create or those little gaps get filled in by our imagination, you know? So, yeah, memory is this strange thing. And sometimes I actually very much enjoy that. I enjoy that, that creative aspect to memory. Because like I said, there's, there's gaps in our memory sometimes, and we have to fill them in with imagination. And to me, it's, it's actually very fun to do so, and then look back on it, and, and just have that imperfect sort of view on things without the camera. So those are kind of the reasons why I haven't been filming so much recently because I just want to do it up here and and remember it imperfectly but in a way that imperfection is exactly what I'm looking for so it's like a perfect imperfection if that sort of makes sense and while I'm on that topic and while I'm on the topic of like privacy keeping it private just just in your head just to yourself just something you can 
something completely yours, you know. Kind of want to share some of my most personal stories. Yeah, I know, it's a little bit of a flip-flop. I like my privacy. But then other times, it's very nice to share like, the most private moments. In moderation, you know. Not too much, not too little. I like somewhere in between. But yeah, before I get too far off topic here, I want to share some of my uh, most intimate stories with you guys. So this one's going to be a little bit closer to the heart because I want to talk about kind of in my early 20s. I was 20, 21, into 22, I guess. You know, I'm not really sure. I want to talk about like one of the most powerful loves I've felt in my life. I completely completely fell into deep, deep love with this girl. She was in my engineering class. Not going to name names, but, you know, if ever, somehow, you stumble upon this video and you're watching it, you'll know who you are. And I just want to thank you for giving me just mind-blowingly a great time in life. I mean, it was perfect. Those, those two years with you were unbelievably perfect but it also saddens me a bit and makes me happy it's strange it's like uh i get kind of two mixed mixed emotions when i when i feel about this because we we kind of lost contact over the years we don't really talk anymore and i'm okay with that sure sometimes i miss her but i mean i have a beautiful girlfriend now that i'm making a whole bunch more wonderful memories with. But yeah, I, I was saying I kind of miss her. But at the same time, I'm glad it happened how it happened. Because it was short and sweet. It was like, how do I put it? Like, like, like a supernova. It just bang happened. And then it's blown up and it's gone. And it's never going to come back again. Never again, you know, <laughs> but it's perfect. It was exactly what I needed in life. Here's a way I could explain it. I was going through some tough mental struggles in my early 20s. Not that I was necessarily depressed, but I was starting to see the world for what it really is. And I guess I was just disappointed in what I was seeing. And I was feeling lost in life too, you know. I'd completely lost direction because so many directions opened up. And I was going through university and I was struggling through that and realizing all sorts of things about it, like just how bullshit it really is. And it was just, just a tough time. So here comes this wonderful person, miracle of a person, some might say, like an angel. She came around and I just completely fell for her. We had some classes together, we started spending more and more time with each other, and the more time I spent with her, the more I liked her. <laughs> you know, the classic story, right? Just this uh, college love, right? So yeah, we were spending more and more time together, I started to get to know her, she started to get to know me. And I just realized, my god, what an incredible person, I just want to share my time with her. And... She brought me on this two-year journey where I went through so many firsts. And 
like I said, it's like this angel showing me the other side of life because I was going through a lot of firsts in life that were tough, that were like really challenging and, and crushing my soul. You know, I, I was working jobs that I fucking hated. I was going to school and I hated that too. And I was doing all sorts of, fir taking on responsibilities that I wasn't quite ready for or I should have been ready. People expected me to be ready, but I just wasn't. And I was putting so much stress onto my life. And then she was the other side of that. I was experiencing the freedoms of life with her. You know, <laughs> I lost my virginity with her. There was just so many awesome things we did. We visited places that I didn't even know existed here close to home in Montreal. It really just broadened my perspective of, of what the world is because... I mean, yeah, it just, it felt like magic. It really did. It was magical. Everything became wonderful. You know, she, she kind of showed me just how much color and life is in everything. It, it's so, it's, it's hard to describe, but it's like my vision went from, you know, like those old TV sets. I don't know. Maybe I'm just older than some of you, or maybe I'm younger than some of you. Some of you are probably way older. But those old TV sets, the like cathode ray tube ones, CRT ones, I guess, you know, and the thick ones with like the, the rounded glass, that kind of like crappy, fuzzy standard definition TV, that was kind of life before. Then I met her and it was like, bam, it like went past 4K, like, like going from that TV set to like seeing in 3D in color. Stuff was kind of black and white before, maybe grayish, eh, maybe some muted colors. But then after I met her, it's like I started noticing things in life that I'd never noticed before. And everything became so vibrant and so rich and so full. And for that, I mean, for real, thank you so much. <laughs> you, you, you completely opened my mind. And like I said, I just can't thank you enough for, for doing that for me. So, yeah. There was that, I, you know, like I said, we, we visited places here in Montreal. I went to Ottawa with her because she was living there through the summer. We visited places there and it just absolute magic. I, I, I can't explain it. It was, it was such a wonderful time. In fact, I remember one time, this is a pretty clear memory actually, we were standing in a field by a high school somewhere in Ottawa. And it was the middle of summer. It was really hot. We were kind of throwing footballs around or a football around. And there was this moment where time kind of seemed to slow down. This is going to sound really cheesy. I know. But like our eyes met and just as our eyes met, the time slowed down and we kind of noticed there were these little sparkling cotton like fleckles floating around. I don't know, like those tree seeds, you know, you know, the cotton kind of floats around and, and we noticed, wow, this whole place is full of them. And it was kind of flowing behind her head and in front of her eyes and just everywhere. And they were all reflecting the sunlight, creating these dancing kind of sparkles or little fluffs through the air. And they're all reflecting everything around them. And, and it felt like a glimpse 
at infinity, if that kind of makes sense. Because each one was reflecting the whole world around it. And part of that whole world was another fleck that was reflecting everything around it. And then part of that reflection was the original one. So there was like this back and forth sort of infinite interaction happening. And there were many of them happening all at once. And each one was reflecting her and reflecting me. And I felt this very deep connection because everything seemed interconnected in that moment of, of this infinite reflecting reflections. And we were both part of it. And I could see it in her eyes. It was, I don't know, maybe this is my mind playing tricks, but I could see my own reflection in her eyes, which means she could see my reflection in hers. And it's just, everything seemed like a reflection of everything else and this deep, deep interconnection and a deep love kind of permeating the whole of existence, the whole of the universe. And we were part of it and we got to feel that. And it was just magic. I mean, some of the things we felt together was just incredible. And I would call it perfect, but of course, no relationship's perfect. I mean, <laughs> I, I was a complete bozo, just, like, I did so many goofy things with her. I, like, I, you know, even just talking about it kind of makes me, I feel like I'm, I'm being a bit goofy here on, on, on screen, you know. <sighs> but I'm sure you guys know what it's like, you know, when you're just so madly in love with someone that, like, you lose all sense of coordination and all sense of, of <laughs> intelligence. You just start saying stupidity sometimes and you act like a fool but I loved it I loved it I love that feeling and I feel that now sometimes with my girlfriend well fiance I guess but it's a different one it's a different kind of love too now and each love has its own little place in life and I don't want to impose on that love it's kind of just like, you know, let it be. This one here that I was talking about had its place in time. It was short, very, very bright, but short. And then it passed. And there was a melancholy to it too. You know, like, I think we both felt it in our hearts that this was a love that wasn't going to last. It was a love that was going to be short. Short but intense, but short. Like, it wasn't meant to be. Maybe that's what caused it not to be. You know, we kind of projected that into reality. But we used to feel it, uh, you know. I distinctly remember having this feeling just over and over and over, especially at night. Because we'd see each other oftentimes late at night. Because, like I said, life was tough back then for both of us, I think. Looking back on it, the only time we could really see each other was after all the responsibility, after all the bullshit, after work, after school, after studying. I'd go see her at night. Here's another little bit of a secret. She was living with a guy, her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend. They weren't very happy together, I don't think. 
And so seeing each other was an escape. But I knew that eventually she had to go home back to this guy that she had to go pretend to be with. Or maybe she genuinely liked him. I don't know. I mean, we talked about it. And I guess she was a little bit cryptic with it sometimes. But to me, it felt like she was trying to escape from that lifestyle as well. You know, I, I don't think she genuinely disliked him. I think they got along. It's just they weren't. I don't know. Here's another thing that I forgot to mention. You know, we were kind of in that open relationship and, and we were both okay with it. I freaking loved it. it. It opened my mind to possibilities. I think I mentioned in an earlier video that for some people, uh, they might not be good with a monogamous relationship. They might be good with one with multiple partners and each partner kind of fills in their little role to create a total happiness in the group. Yeah. You know? And so, this video has gone on for a while now, and I let some of these feelings out. As I'm speaking about it, I'm getting the little bit of a tickle in the back of my mind that's saying, all right, Chris, I think that's enough. It's enough sharing for today. I know that feeling all too well. <laughs> yeah, so it's time for me to close it up. Maybe leave some of these stories for another time, or keep them in my mind. These imperfect, perfect memories with this wonderful, wonderful girl I fell in love with years ago that I don't see anymore. And if I never see her, I'll be happy about that too. If I see her, I'll be happy. If I don't see her... You know, at least I have these memories. I don't have any pictures of her. Never really took any pictures with her. But that's how, in the moment, that's how intense those times with her were. We were just fully present with each other. Never bothered taking videos or taking photos. Oh, I think we did. But I think I deleted some of them because I was like, you know what? No, I don't want to live through another medium. I want to live through myself through my own memories, how, whether they're perfect or imperfect. Because our relationship was imperfect, but yet perfect because of it. If that makes sense to you guys. I'm sure some of you will get it. Some of you will know what I'm talking about. And I can't explain it very well, but I'm trying. I'm trying. So I'll leave it at that. Go enjoy your perfect, imperfect lives. You know, sometimes I really appreciate the impermanence, the temporariness of things, because it's that what gives beauty and meaning to certain things. For example, I was talking about that relationship before with my past love, and it felt like heaven. But we knew it was a little bit too good to be true. We knew we couldn't stay in heaven for too long. We had to get out. I had to go back eventually. And it's exactly that that made that relationship so powerful. Such a, such a great time. Because we knew there was like a sense of urgency. Like we had to seize the moment and just live life exactly how we need to live it right now. Because it's going to end soon. 
Same as with this summer season. It's beautiful when it's here in Montreal, but it's short. And it goes, and then comes the long winter. So we feel this urgency, we feel this temporariness to it. And as a Montrealer, I know. <laughs> I feel it every, every year. We appreciate the summers here. We appreciate the good times. Deeper than we would if it was summer here all the time. 